Alright, FGCU community, good afternoon and thank you for tuning in to Taboo Talk with me today for a very real discussion. Here at Taboo Talk, we keep things real and we say it as it is. My name is Nick Rodriguez and your host that says the most. Taboo Talk is a brave space to share thoughts, feelings, and ideas around everyday topics that we all need to know about. Taboo Talk is brought to you by the Office of Prevention and Wellness, located in Howard Hall 119. Feel free to stop by for student resources or to ask any questions you may have. Here on Taboo Talk, we discuss the topics that you want to know about but may not want to bring up in public. We provide valuable information which can assist you in your day-to-day life. Now, today is a very special episode focusing on our Department of Prevention and Wellness and a specific part of it called Peers Care. And so today, I am joined by one of our second-year peer educators, Jalea Wilson. Hi, Nick. Thanks for having me. Today, again, we are going to be diving in, into what Peers Care is because our recruitment starts February 1st through February 28th. And so, again, that's when the application goes live and you can come be a part of Peers Care. Starting off on the topic of Peers Care, I guess the first thing to do is talk about what it is. So, Peers Care is a group of student educators known as peers who participate in presentations, tables, either in person or online, or we do drive around the yellow golf cart, which is a part of Cash Cab. And they are undergrad students from all different majors trained on various health topics. And some of you may be aware of the tables and programs that we do. Some of our most popular ones are Fun with Beer, Goggles, Mocktails, Condom Sense, Do You Wanna, Stressed at Hogwarts, and again, they're focused on topics around the wellness wheel. And so again, I do want to say that applications are open February 1st through the 28th. And so again, if you would like to come be a part of, of Peers Care, please do not be afraid to apply. Now, are there any specific qualifications that you need to be a part of it? Yes, definitely. So with Peers Care, we definitely have weekly meetings. So if you were designing to actually join us, you would have to be available on Thursdays from 8 a.m. to 10.15. That's when we have our weekly meetings. Besides that, we also have to, you have to have a minimum of a 2.5 GPA. You should be in comf- comfortable with presenting in front of audiences and like not being afraid to, you know, obviously speak in front of people, as well as we do have requirements for programs and tables. So typically we have a minimum of two programs, a minimum of four tables or events, as well as, you know, like staff socials to kind of like bond with each other. But it's all up to you. You make your own schedule. It's very flexible and it's all based off of your availability. Yeah, and see, that is one thing that I do want to stress is that me, I went through all three years of Peers Care, and so the flexibility is probably one of the most important things there is that I know for me when I was in it, I had weeks or two weeks where I didn't really do anything. All I did was went to the weekly meeting on Thursdays, and then the one week I may have participated in two or three things, but then after that, I'm done for another week or two. So again, I think the flexibility is one of the most important aspects of that. Yeah, definitely. And so I do want to focus on the presentation aspect. I know that it is very important for people to be comfortable speaking to people and being in front of crowds. But I do want to just add that even if you do not think that you are well-versed in that, being a part of Pierce Care, especially your first year, you will develop that skill. Is there anything that you would like to add? No, I definitely agree because I know for me, I started last year and 
I am an introvert. I'm very shy. I literally loathe public speaking, but I feel like being in peer care, I've learned how to be authentic to myself. So, you, you know, I may not be the most outgoing person or like the loudest person. However, you know, I've kind of worked my way around how to facilitate my own, you know, interactions and programs and stuff like that, I would say. You know, you may not be an extrovert or you may not be the loudest person in the room, but at the, at the end of the day, that really does not matter because you will de- learn and develop your own presentation style. You will learn what works for you and what does not work. And so another thing with that is when you table and when you do presentations, for the most part, you're with a partner. And I think the dynamic there is very important because you can bounce off of each other. So if there's a certain portion of a presentation or a table that they're well-versed in and you're not, they can always take that part. For example, my first presentation was about sexual health. I believe it was condom sense. And so I didn't have a problem speaking about sexual health or presenting, but some things were new new to me when it came to terms. And so if I struggled with learning or even saying the word, my partner would always like look out for me and say, oh, like it's this or this or this. And so it allowed me to be more comfortable with learning how to present from up front. Yeah, I agree. Again, that is very important to where you're most likely never going to be alone when it comes to presentations or tables. And I do want to talk about uh, one more thing when, when it came to if you feel you're qualified. How would you say the trainings are? The trainings? I feel like the trainings are pretty, you know, simple. They're not really, like, too complex. They're honestly pretty short and to the point, I would say. And they're definitely, you know, good. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. I understand it. It's, it's more of we're not just going to first have you present on a topic that you may know about or not know about exactly and it's like every week we have these specific trainings on specific topics that we are supposed to know about and so when it comes to do your first presentation which is a mock one correct yes yeah so your first presentation you do is not even to a group of students it's just to other peers and our peer director yes Brittany. so your first one is a learning experience and and so you know uh, again that gives you practice for finding out what works for you and what does not work and then again what what works for your audience and again that is why even if you feel you're not the most qualified when it comes to presentations we try to give you the tools and the skills to again develop your own specific way and then not only that but with mock programs you definitely get like an observation rubric so you get to know about like you know what you did well as well as constructive criticism. So those are things that you can literally work on as well. I know for me, I think mine was mostly like you know obviously you know being louder and you know not saying um because I would always say um a yeah, lot. Yeah. Like literally, it was so hard. Yeah, I know for for mine, uh, I sometimes would talk too too, too fast. fast. Yeah, yes. yeah, I would talk too fast, and then they'd be like, yeah, you know, next time just try to. Make sure that you can clearly say the information and all that. And I go, I understand what you're saying. I just need to take my time. Again, going off of what Pierce Curry is and, you know, how we help you develop your own skills to not only benefit you as a peer, but even as an overall person. There are also some more external benefits 
So there's a three-tier system. The first year is service learning hours. And so with that, that means that whatever you you participate in, of course, within the mandatory two... Two programs. Two programs and for... And minimum of four tables or, like, events. Okay. And so, yeah, you know, with, with all those things, you can get your service learning hours, which is... 80 to graduate if you're full year if you're a full year and if you're a transfer you get probably about like 40 hours okay and so with that i know for me i got about around 80 90 hours my first year i know like the first semester you know i was killing it i was involved i almost you know <laughs> reached a little star chart fun fact we have a star chart you know to measure like our activity and stuff like that i definitely got around like 85 i would say my first semester so i have like over 100 now yeah so it is a year-long com Commitment. So if you do apply and then you get accepted, you are in it for the year, both semesters. And again, that's why you can get your service learning hours checked off because you are in it for at least a year. And that is very important because you not you not only get that done, but then you also learn. I know, again, I'm a social work grad student. So I know that me being in my specific major has helped me as well, but I will say that a majority of the topics that we learn about is stuff that I've used and not even in school, just common knowledge that I can share with people when it comes to doing things safely. Yeah, and I know like for me personally, like how, you know, nicknamed it Taboo Talk. So like, cause like literally growing up, a lot of the conversations that we you know we educate students about, I was literally saying, I was literally taught, you know, don't do that. We're not going to even talk about it. So that's what I love about Peers Care because I get to learn not only for myself, but for others. And I use it literally 24-7. And I feel like you're never not learning. Like learning is literally in a an evolution like you're constantly learning so yes i agree with that a hundred percent because i know that if people think that they're not in a health related field or health related major Major. they 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 may not think that some of these things are as important but again the whole purpose of it is to not really tell you not to do things or tell you to do things it's just to make sure that you do them in a safe manner when we go over alcohol sexual health mental health all that stuff we understand is a natural thing we know that things happen so we're you know we're just trying to again teach these undergrad peers and so through them they can reach their friends and again it's not about lecturing them it's just about like you know those little tidbits of information can just become common knowledge as you said i know that when when it comes to, to certain groups and certain ways that people are raised We're not raised to talk about those certain things. And I think this is a great start to, if we educate this group of 30 students from all different backgrounds, Backgrounds. they can again help their friends. If their friend may have a question about one topic, it's a start to help educate the whole. I definitely agree, yeah. So now I know we went off a little tangent there, but that was the first year service learning. Second year is an internship. So since you're currently in it, (laughs) please speak on that. Okay, so the internship, basically you get credit hours. So right now I'm taking two credit hours, but it's up to like six or like nine credit hours. Six. Six hours, credit hours. And with that, it's basically, you know, you're kind of like diving into, you know, what the office really does. So you're actually getting like that experience, that research experience, you know, it looks great on your resume. I'm learning a lot more about the office. Like, I'm finding out, you know, like, what 
I'm more interested in as well, you know, kind of seeing like how I can create like my own kind of program, you know, possibly. So yeah, I really enjoy it. I think it's a great learning experience as well. And I feel like it's a great resume builder as well. I agree. Um, being in the intern year, you again, learn more about how the research goes into programs and how these programs are factual and designed. Exactly. I know from my end of the year program was an alcohol related program geared specifically towards fraternity and sorority life. And I remember I was so nervous nervous because at the end of the year, I had to present it to my bosses. So it was me, two, two of them. And then I do remember they invited some of the peers too to just watch. And I was so nervous. I was thinking, oh my word, like, I I know I spent, you know, this whole year doing research and writing and, you know, making sure that I had the correct stuff, but like, will it really be good? And then I did it and I got an A, which the internship is great, but it's a class. So I do just want to clear that up, that you do get internship credit, but you do get a, a, a class. Again, it depends on how many credits you take. I took one per semester, so I only did two because that was me. <laughs> but um, again, it's not as if you're doing it just to do it. You're doing it because you are developing skills. Exactly. And not only that, but I, you know, like you said, I'm in the internship class right now. So like, we also did a lot of stuff about like resumes. Like we created our own resume, which, you know, you know, obviously, you know, we're going to be entering the job world very soon. So being able to have like your own like built resume, you know, polished and everything is a great resource as well that, you know, I'm thankful for, I would say. Yes. The second year is, again, you're an intern, you're learning. I think the best way to describe it would be you're developing your own style as a professional. All right. So, again, that was the second year. Third year was uh, one of my favorites. Third year is you get paid. It's the same requirements with the Two programs, four yeah. tables and events, you know, and, we, you know, we also have a little staff social for, like, team bonding as well, a minimum of one for that. All right. Thank you, because I some that just goes through right one ear and goes, yeah. But, yeah, so with all that, since you've been in it for three years and you've been learning about the different topics and you've been going through, and, again, the whole point of it is you are becoming a, a better peer educator throughout the years. I know I have by a long shot, but you get paid. And again, it's nice, you know, just to have a little extra money. And again, it's something that you have been learning about for years and developing the skills. So I know for me, at at the time I was in my third year, it was kind of like a second nature to me. Even in my second year, I knew what was expected and I knew what presentation skills worked best for specific groups. That was the tier system going over uh, the first year, second year, third year. Now we're getting into uh, more of our personal favorites. So with that, what was your favorite topic to learn about? I have so many. I'll like narrow it to like maybe like two or three. Okay. So like basic what like basic training, I would say like, you know, like the, the core. Yeah, I would probably say like mental health definitely because like there's a stigma around it and just like learning you know how to like break those generational curses those stigmas was amazing but the other ones were like healthy relationships because we learned about love languages and i was literally like in love like literally after seeing that program i literally bought the book (laughs) like that's how (laughs) invested 
I was. I bought the book. So those were my favorites. What were yours, Nick? So my favorite to- topics to learn about, for me, I think the ones that were my favorite were the ones that I think would benefit me the most in life. So when it came to drug use and stimulants, depressants, I think those were my favorite because, I again, I understand that we're in college. We are surrounded by certain things. And so we have to understand that things happen. And I think having knowledge about, you know, drug use and, you know, what can happen is a type of knowledge that should be common. And Mm -hmm. I think that was my favorite because I could not only use that in, you know, toward my personal life when it came to friends, but I could also use that toward my schoolwork. My other favorite, I mean, is sexual health. I just think that that's probably one of the most taboo topics that people will talk about a lot behind closed doors, which is fine. But I do think that with how the younger generations are becoming, I I think that these type of topics need to be brought to the forefront. I think that talking about safe sex and consent consent and going over how to communicate well and talk with your partner at the time. And I do think that sexual health is probably one of the most important topics that we can talk about just at all. Again, I do understand that mental health is very important too, and I'm not trying to discredit any other topic that we learn about or speak about. But I do think that since we do, uh, we, we, we are on a college campus, I think that sexual health is probably one of the major ones that students want to learn about, but they may not want to ask those specific questions because, again, it is still taboo. Okay. And I could say I definitely learned a lot myself. Like, as I said before, like, my mom was really the type of person where she was like, don't do it. We're not talking about it, you know, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I learned so much. All right. So now we went over the ones that we like to learn about. What about presenting, if that does change things? So my favorite one to present, okay, so there's two that I really liked. So the first one is a program called Blunt Talk which is all about (laughs) cannabis. And I think the reason why I love it so much is because it's like my baby. Like it was my mock program and it was like the first one, like the first programs that I actually presented as well. So I love it so much. And as you were saying, you know, we are college students. It's going to happen. Just knowing, you know, what like I guess like the preventative measures to do if you are going to do it. And then my other one is definitely like healthy relationships. I feel like it's so important. I just love it. Selling your ship amazing now presenting for me my favorite is probably condom sense and do you wanna wanna that's probably that that it's probably my favorite so condom sense is again just it's based around sexual health being safe trying to prevent uh stis and such things as that and so again it's about being smart enough to use condoms now there's different types though when people think of condoms they think of the external ones but there's also internal condoms so i think that that is a very important important one to me especially when presenting it because it opens a a lot of people's eyes about oh like this is something that i really did not know and i didn't even think about and then do you want is based on consent and i think consent is one of the major discussions that we need to have as college students exactly and against the whole preface of no means no that's anything but a yes definitely means no yes and then that can even go into how it was a yes and then in the 
middle of something, it means no. That means no. Is that like it? It doesn't matter what they said before. It matters what they're saying now. So I think again, those two programs to me helps open people's eyes. And again, we're doing our job. Is again, we're educating them. Be like, this is how it is. Like, oh, like I didn't know that. Well, good. That means that something outside is not doing its job and so we're here to make sure that you know that i think d1 is one of my favorites to present too now that i think about it (laughs) but no because i definitely like i think one of the biggest things for me is that people think you know if they're not screaming or you know shouting or anything like that that you know it's okay to do as well and like i think do you want to teach you know you know just because they're silent or not showing anything that doesn't mean that you know it's still a yes either even saying i guess that's not a yes that can be interpreted as yes but that's not a yes a a verbalized specific yes quote unquote yes is yes and anything besides that is a no so going off of that now i know we talked about our favorite thing to learn about favorite presentations um is there any specific meeting that influenced you in a certain way that that really caught your heart for peers care we have so many like trainings i have to really think about it i'm so sorry um well i feel like one of the ones that really struck me was tips training actually you know which if you don't know what tips training is it's basically kind of a tips is training intervention and prevention yes. for alcohol use so it is a presentation that helps individuals develop skills to first intervene when individuals are using alcohol and they get intoxicated and they're in certain situations and they also help them develop skills to prevent people from getting into that situation in the first place yeah so i would say that's probably one of my favorites and then plus we get tip certified which like lasts like what like two three years i I would say i believe it's three to four yeah so that's like a positive that i really liked and then the other one is just bystander intervention as well um nick was actually one of the facilitators who kind of like taught us that and if y'all don't know nick is such a great presenter like i like he he's he's what i strive to be okay he's what i strive to be but yeah bystander intervention intervention is one of my favorites as well because there's so many different ways to intervene i learned i'm not a direct person such as nick i'm more indirect so you know i may you know call somebody else to help me you know intervene but it's just like learning about you know what works for you like we were saying before even with presentations and stuff like that. So those are my favorites. What are yours? So first, I do want to thank you for that. But I do want to just go off that saying, like, I know I am a very direct person, but through Pierce Care, I ha- I've had to learn how to develop my own skill, but also learn how to relay information and allow groups to be receptive of it. So yes, I may be direct, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to learn from that. Because like I know that me being direct can sometimes be very over stimulating again i do want to say that you don't have to be a direct person you just have to have the willingness to learn and want to develop your own skill so now going back to your question about the specific training or specific meeting that got that got me i would say the relationship violence that was probably the training that really got to me and it really put things in perspective about how even on college campuses things happen and the more that we know as a community the better we can be because we can understand how to 
prevent and intervene. And I think that one, it may have not been the happiest topic to me, but it, it really did open your eyes. Yes. So yeah, that was probably my, I don't want to say favorite because that sounds weird, but that was the one that really meant the most to me, especially in my first year and then when then when we went over it again it it really didn't seem old it was, it was just like oh like you know we hear this again like this is the reminder of why this stuff is so important to learn and share i do just want to go over just a very general thought what is your just your favorite memory i would say i have a lot of favorite memories as well like, i'm so like i'm sorry y'all like my mind is just it's a lot but one of my favorite memories i would say is just the team building that we have because like we do a lot of staff socials like i said um one of the requirements is to attend one per semester and it ranges from like game nights to like physical stuff like actually doing like zumba and stuff like fitness so i think one of my favorites was actually like game nights because we get competitive like no of course yes like nicely competitive but like competitive nonetheless like i like to win i don't like to lose so those are my favorite like the like the banter you know like the trash talking but in a nice way for game nights i would say what's yours nick when we did a hip-hop class as a social Oh, lordy. Oh, my lord. I wish I could have been there to see that. I think of myself as athletic. I played ball in school. And this hip-hop class just, oh, it beat me up. It was all these, like, dance moves and stuff. It was fun. It was fun to just laugh and to just be have there with everyone. But at the end of it, I was like, why did I do, <laughs> do this? But now we are getting toward the end of the podcast so is there anything else you would like to add that the audience needs to know about peers care um i think the only thing that we didn't really mention is that with presentations and like we were talking about how like you know your your facilitation style and stuff like that another thing is that you have time like usually what happens is you have at least a week or two before you even like have to do the actual program i think you all whoever wants to join you know who decides to join it's a great experience. It's an experience of a lifetime. And, you know, we're nice people. Again, we are open to people who want to apply. We I know we do have a virtual and in-person option because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. So, again, if you are not even on campus and you're home and that is not near FGCU, that is fine. We do offer virtual options for the meetings and such things as that. And again, I just want to revisit the idea of the flexibility here is that, yes, we do have a checklist each semester of things that we need to get done. But again, you create your own schedule. There is a Canvas quiz, but it's more of taking a role of who's available for what programs that week. And so if you're busy that week, you can say, no, I'm not available for any of these but then if you are you can choose the ones that you want to do so again i do i do just want to stress that and again i i usually had a week or two where i didn't do anything and then during a week i did three things then boom i i checked something off so you do what you are most comfortable with and going off the presentation topic that you mentioned about the like one to two weeks is you have an outline it's like it's like we don't just throw you into the wolves yeah we like we don't just give you a training and be like oh yeah you learned this this is like oh like now go talk about drug use with this group no like we have an outline for each program and table 
that we have so you know about what points to hit during the presentation and during the table and what are the most important things for them to learn because we're first we're not just trying to just bombard them with his words and like oh this 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 no like we're we want to make sure that we can communicate these specific points and that's what they need to know there's no fluff around it it's like no like you know you know we do it this way because we know that these specific things are the ones that you need to know and will help you in your life and I think also going back to what you were saying with the flexibility as well, we're definitely very cohesive, I would say. So, you know, maybe somebody's been doing a lot of work, you know, that person's going to possibly get a break with scheduling. And then you're going to put somebody who might, you know, who hasn't really been as active. Like Nick was saying, you know, the whole maybe he was, you know, doing it for like doing only one thing a week. And then so you're not going to be stretched too thin, basically. That, again, is why I think Pierce Carey is such a great group because we're all here for the same reason. We all saw something in Pierce Carey that Maybe brought... us want to join. Exactly. And so, for me, I wanted to join because I was a social work major in undergrad, and so I thought that learning about these various wellness topics would help me with my career path when it comes to working with different individuals. No matter what your reason may be, I think that Pearsker has something good to offer everyone. And just to stress this again, we all come from different majors. We all have different backgrounds. And we're all honestly involved with other things as well. So it's like, you know, we're, pre- yeah. we're, we're pretty eclectic, I guess yes. is the word. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the whole point of we're here again to make sure that you know the things that will benefit you. Pearsker application opens February 1st through the 28th. So by the time you hear this, the application will already be live. You can go onto the FGC website and search up prevention and wellness, and the application link should be there. Under forms. Yes, under forms. Also find us on Eagle Link. Again, prevention and wellness. I do want to thank you, Jalea, for joining me today. Thank you for having me here. Oh, of course, of course. I think that this this topic was again, it wasn't much of a ta- of a taboo one, but I do think with us having our recruitment this month, which right now is in a day, I think it is important for us to just talk about it because even when we post on Instagram and all that stuff, like people don't really understand mm-hmm. unless they hear it from an actual student. And I think that this is a great way for us to just give our experiences and to just be upfront. So again, I do want to thank thank you for taking the time out of your day to sit here and do this with me. It was of a fan- it, it, it was a fantastic time. Is there anything left you want to add? Please, please, please go on Eagle Link and become a peer educator. Yes, please join once you submit an application there is an interview process that does take place in march after that hopefully you are a peer educator so fgcu community i do want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to this taboo talk podcast and on our very special topic of peers care recruitment and i hope you all have a great rest of your week great rest of your month great rest of your semester and finish strong and go eagles